0: Welcome into the basement tonight, and I am stoked. What a great intro. I'm pumped. The new intro for the Spartan Sports Wrap is official. I gotta thank the production people here at Impact 89FM for putting that together. It's been a long work in progress, but boy, I'm just, I'm jacked right now. It's a great beat produced by former Spartan Maurice Sager, Ian Walker on the vocals there with the nice companion. Thank you for doing that intro for me. This is... The Spartan Sports Wrap, run on every Monday night, 7 to 8 p.m. Right here on Impact 89 FM. You want to join us? There are multiple ways to do so. The phones are wide open. The number, 517-432-3893. Also, I have an email address. People who listen to this show and have heard me say the email address say, I need to speak a little slower when I say it. So here is our email address. wdbm sports. At gmail.com. That's our call letters. We're WDBM East Lansing. So you want to get us on the email? It's WDBM Sports at gmail.com alongside John Vargas. I am your host, Dan Duggar, here for the complete hour behind the glass. His name is JS. He's handling the phones and the boards for us tonight. So if you call in, that's who you'll talk to. And he's the gatekeeper, so be nice to him and he'll let you on the air. Tonight we talk many things, but first i got to tell you who is coming on the show tonight. Her name is Nicole Bush. She'll join us in a few minutes. She is a junior student athlete, as we should say correctly, student first, athlete second. She is a junior on the track and field team. She has earned all-American honors, all-America honors, pardon me, according to the Associated Press Stylebook, for the second consecutive season in the 3,000-meter steeplechase. Don't worry, I will explain what the steeplechase is. Hello to Christina Polkowski, co-worker of mine. I had to throw that one out there. So, hello, hello. Anyone else who's listening across the Greater Lansing area or across the world, because we can be reached on the World Wide Web at A 9 fmcom simply click Listen Live anywhere you have an internet connection. My man John Vargas, the Latin Assassin.
2: Yeah, what's going on, Dan? Look at uh, Dan, a.k.a. Casey Case. I'm throwing out shout-outs. Wow, Take it easy, nice.
0: American Top 50 or whatever.
2: Hey man, he's classic.
0: How about classic. you with the Shannon Brown headband? Well, actually it's
2: more the sheet headband. But uh, yeah, I'm going to work today. I'm putting it down. I'm I'm sweating even before the show. Going started. to work. That's
0: like the 2004 Pistons going to work. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Coming up this hour, we'll talk a little bit about track and field star John Allen. Also joining us on the phone is will be Nicole Bush. She has been named in All American. For the second consecutive season. And she's only a junior. So she could do it three times next year. We'll talk to her about that in a few minutes also. We'll talk a little men's golf. Also, on top of that, we're going to talk about a little conditioning. Because of misbehaving. Some things going on at the University of Michigan and Penn State. Two, Two separate coaches. One a legend, one not so much. Joe Pa, Lloyd Carr. We'll talk about their discipline strategies. And which is worse? I'll explain the details. We'll get to that in Green versus White. Also, the catastrophic Cavaliers fall behind 0-2 in the NBA Finals. We will definitely get into that. Also, we'll talk some Pistons trade rumors. Flip Saunders will be staying in Detroit. This, according to Joe Dumars. Also, we'll talk a little Major League Baseball. Tigers, one and a half games behind Cleveland in the Central Division. We'll talk about them as well as Maglio Ordonez has been named the number one player in baseball. By ESPN, obviously, he leads the majors with his stellar batting average. We'll talk about that as well. And to end it, something interesting. Out in Oregon, a school banned water bottles from their campus, if you'd like to call high school campus. And this young man proved that the toilet water in the school was cleaner than the drinking fountain water, thus saying he wants water bottles allowed in school. Very interesting story. Read it today. This is a sports show, but we'll we'll touch on that later. Astonishing to me. Wow, I'm speechless. That this young thirteen year old man did this. The Petri dish and everything. I was impressed.
2: I got I got it. we gotta talk about that. I can't wait.
0: But before we get to Nicole Bush on the phones, I want to talk a little bit about former guests doing tremendous things. You wanna join us in the house tonight? Don't forget number five one seven four three two thirty-eight ninety-three. The email address WDBM Sports at gmail.com. WDBM. Sports at gmail.com. I'm your host, Dan Duggar, alongside John Vargas for a complete hour of sports. And it starts with track and field. Jonathan Allen, Lansing native, Michigan State Spartan, triple jumper. Okay, hop, skip, jump. Competed in California, Sacramento, this past weekend in the NCAA championships. Finished 11th in the nation. Something to be very proud of. And as a former guest... I have to congratulate Mr. Allen on his accomplishments. He was on the show before the se- just as the season was un- just getting underway, I should say. And he talked about some of his goals and one of those was making it to the NCAA championships. Big ups to John Allen. He did it. He finished 11th in the nation and he is only a sophomore. So he has two more years to compete for a national title. And to be honest, I think this young man will. Very humble young man. Very focused and driven. And he's got two more years here in the green and white. So it'll be a sight to see what he can do and that's exactly what his coach said, uh, Walt Drent the director of tr- cross country and track and field, what a title here at Michigan State so big ups to John Allen, we're going to go ahead and have Nicole Bush here on here in a few minutes, she's a two time All-America honoree in track and field also former guest doing tremendous things men's golfer Matt Harmon named third team All-American so wh- look, up. look at all these All-America honorees we have
2: Only a state, baby. Only a state.
0: Hey, Big Ten college doing big things. Matt Harmon, 13 All-American, ranked as the number 21 player in the nation. Big Ten
2: or Big Eleven? I'm sorry. Hey, take take
0: it easy. We know there's 11 teams in the conference, but they call it the Big Ten. You see the symbol? There's the number 11 ghosted into the image. So how about that? If you pay attention, I've seen it. You know, it's hidden. I've, I've seen, got some cups at home, Big Ten Conference Cups. I've seen
2: it. I just wondered. Right net, right beside
0: have, the T. there's a one on the left and a one on the right.
2: I understand. I just w- don't know why they haven't changed Very good guys.
0: marketing. Why not? Why isn't Notre Dame in the Big Ten? How about that? You know, because then it'd be the, it to be. Then we'd be the Big 12, and there'd be two Big 12 conferences. Anyways, if you'd like to join us, hold your calls because we have a very special guest. She's All-American in track and field, the 3,000-meter steeplechase. Her name is Nicole Bush. Welcome in, and congratulations, Nicole. Congratulations on being named an All-American for the second consecutive season. Thank you. Going into going into your college career, did you ever think that, f- at the culmination of your junior year, you could look back and say that I've been an All-American twice?
1: I don't know if it's anything I ever really considered. I was just like, I want to go to college and run, and then it went somewhere from there.
0: Where did your interest in in running begin? Obviously, uh, you set. State records in multiple events in track and field and cross country, uh where did your interest in running start and and when did you realize that you were very good at what you did
1: um well, it started in like middle school. we had to run a mile for gym class or something like that, and my gym teacher was the middle school track coach, and he was like you should uh you should go out for the track team and I was like, okay, like i wasn 't doing any sports, so I thought it sounded cool and uh I guess I realized I was good when somebody told me I was, and then went from there, probably my freshman year.
0: And you're obviously, you're a Michigan native from Wyoming, Michigan. Uh, what what was it about Michigan State that, dr- that drove you to become a Spartan?
1: Well, originally I wasn't going to look in-state, because I was like, no, that's lame, I don't want to go in-state. And I got a letter from the coach that was here, and eventually, after visiting, I just liked the girls, and I liked the atmosphere, and I decided I wanted to be part of that program.
0: All right, the steeplechase—somewhat of a different race compared to just simple, you know, run a mile, run a half mile. Uh, each runner encounters 28 total barriers, 30 inches tall for the women, and you also have to jump over seven water jumps in this race. What is the most difficult aspect of running the 3,000-meter steeplechase?
1: Well, I found from running the other races where there aren't anything to jump over that there's like two kinds of nervous to go into it, at least for me, like. If you run a flat 5K, you just run, and you're just nervous about doing well that way. But when you run the steeple, you're nervous about running well, and you're nervous about not screwing up and falling, because then that's a whole new thing to think about.
0: You set state records, pardon me, in the 1,600 meters as a freshman. Hello?
2: Hello? Uh Yeah, this is Dan's uh, co-host here. I got a question for you. Um, I'm not particularly fast, per se. So you got any tips for somebody that's slow? Can you say that again? Um, uh, This is Dan's co-host, and I, what I was saying is you're obviously fast and gifted on your feet. Someone like me, I'm not real fast, and uh, when I used to run the mile in gym class, I used to have to spray the inhaler. So what I'm saying is, do you got any tips for somebody who's... uh? Real slow, like th- any any uh, tips or anything like that.
1: I don't know. I, I guess I would say to just keep doing it because I don't know. I wasn't fast when I started. I guess. I, I guess no. I guess I don't have any advice. I'm not that educated in that area.
2: Right. So you're saying it's more so genetics and just uh, naturally gifted. So I have no chance of becoming fast then.
1: No. If you keep working hard, it's. I remember my high school coach would tell us a story about. One of the guys on the team. There was a really talented guy, and then there was a guy who just worked really hard. And eventually, the guy who worked really hard beat the talented guy. So I think it's all in the hard work.
2: Thank you for the encouragement. Here's Dan.
0: Hey Nicole, I just lost my voice mid sentence. I'm so I'm so sorry about that. But you set state records in the 1600 meters as a freshman, junior, and senior, and in the 3200 meters all four years of high school. What do you you have in store beyond college? You're a two-time All-American. Obviously, next year you'd like to be one as well. What's your goals for next season and beyond? Are you looking into the Olympics? What's up for you?
1: I don't know if I'm looking that far ahead. I know that it would be nice to keep working hard and having it pay off and be All-American another time or however many chances I have left. But I don't know. I just like to run fast, I guess.
0: Absolutely. Hey, we just want to say congratulations from here at the Spartan Sports Wrap on being named an All-American for the second time in your career. Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks for your time. Yep. Nicole Bush, Michigan State track and field. And I've never had that happen to me in my life.
2: Wow, that was, uh, that was unexpected. Okay, with
0: the allergies, you know, throat gets a little dry, eyes get a little itchy. I'm in mid-sentence and I can't speak.
2: It caught me off guard. It oh, it did. Guard. I,
0: tried to, I tried to, you know, transition it over to you. Clearly, I stumble and fall flat on my face on the air, but no, we we pick things was up. A,
2: it was a it was a partnership. We thing.
0: recover here at the yeah, sports Wrap. I mean, what's ten seconds of dead air? You know, right. Besides the biggest mistake you can make, unless you're unless you're Jim Rome, you know, right. And then that's uh, it's a classic part of your show. Yeah. Uh, but hey, we're recovering here. The number five one seven four three two thirty eight ninety three. Stepping up to the plate here, ran to the hallway, got a drink of water, and we we progress with the Spartan sports Wrap tonight. Thank you, Nicole Bush, for joining us. Even though I I stumbled through the tail end of that interview because of the parched throat.
2: Did you hear my question?
0: Yeah, I, I uh, did hear it. So I have, well, hey, I, you stepped up. Way, way to go. Well,
2: no, I mean I, I'm never gonna be fast, Dan. I just gotta work at it, and I don't I don't think I got it.
0: Sorry, you got the you got the sheet headband. You, you're good to go. I'm a jogger. Hey, but former former guests doing tremendous things. John Allen finished 11th in the nation in the triple jump. Matt Harmon, golfer, he's been on here a couple times. Third-team All-American, and Nicole Bush, who just joined us. Now she is a former guest. Two-time All-American, so props to her. And that leads us to our next topic tonight, and it has to deal with Lloyd Carr and Joe Paterno, one of the most tenured coaches in college football in Joe Paterno. All of sports. And one coach that's somewhat on the hot seat. It seems like Michigan's lost every bowl game he's coached, except in 97. But here's the deal. Conditioning. Lloyd Carr, his wide receiver, Adrian Arrington, Wolverine, ran into a little trouble, you know, in a nightclub or something. So Lloyd Carr. Don't we all. To condition him. Discipline. Every morning for 60 straight days at 6 a.m., Adrian Arrington had to run the steps of Michigan Stadium. For 60 straight days. Did not get the weekends off. 60 straight days at 6 a.m. Joe Paternos players had a group of players break some team rules, get in trouble. What does he do? Makes the enti- He's going to make the entire team clean the stadium for three hours after every home game. Which is worse in your eyes?
2: Oh, man. I'd, I'd have to say, you know, Lloyd Carr running, uh, making Adrian Arrington, uh run 60 straight days up the big house steps, biggest college football stadium as far as capacity-wise in the country. I mean, that's a lot of steps, baby.
0: So your thoughts, the number five one seven four three two thirty eight ninety three. Lloyd Carr makes Adrian Arrington. He just completed this, actually, uh, and, and it seems that he'll be back with the team. He, I don't even know what he did, but to run 60 straight every days day. at 6 a.m. Lloyd Carr wasn't there. Various coaches would, uh, obviously, when you're the head coach, that's the power you have to send an assistant out there to watch him run every day at 6 a.m. A- Adrian Arrington said he played a lot of PlayStation 3 and stayed in at night. Yeah. So uh, obviously the, the conditioning worked. But every morning at 6 a.m. to uh, run for 60 ridiculous. straight days.
2: I never heard of a Lloyd card punishment like that.
0: I'm sure Arrington was behaving himself. And I'm sure he'll continue to do so. I'm sure because he Because what's the next step? How drastic can you get?
2: Oh, you're going to have to double
0: it. 60 days at Just, 6 a.m. Are you kidding?
2: That's ridiculous. At the big house. I'm struggling,
0: I'm struggling <laughs> at 7.30 a.m.
2: Yeah, I'm struggling just to go up and down once. I ain't gonna lie.
0: Hey, you just had a whole discussion with the All America, All American Honoree about your your running. Obviously, we know you're struggling in that department. We'll step it up. You got a nice J though. I got a nice Jay. nice jumper in basketball, but I, unlike me, Maya Johnson has told me that on this show. So obviously, I have some work to do. Oh, so Joe Pop. What about this one? It's you know collective responsibility though.
2: That makes you know it easy. A, group a group of, of
0: guys stuff. costing the entire team. That could be worse. You know, I'm sitting here like, I didn't do a thing. And my teammates are going to cost me after every home game. Many players have family come up, spend time, go out to dinner, hang out. What do they have to do after the game? Wait for three hours because they have to clean the stadium? That's just a testament to the type of coach Joe Pies.
2: That's old school right there.
0: That is old school, which is more old school, though. I think, man, Arrington 60 straight days at 6 a.m. running the steps of the stadium. I I couldn't fathom this.
2: That's pretty old school, man. Joe Pye, I never even heard of such a thing like that. Never even heard of such a whole team going out there and uh, cleaning up after the stadium.
0: But Joe Pye hasn't enforced it yet. Do you think he will?
2: I don't know. It really depends. Do you think he'll have
0: a soft spot in his heart after a couple games when he realizes he has... 80 families that are represented by these players standing there waiting for their significant loved ones to get done picking up hot dog wrappers and popcorn cartons.
2: No, because if if that was the case, Joe probably wouldn't be in this business. He knows, you know, he's the man. He's got the power. He's got the control on the team. So whatever he says goes as far as Penn State football, unless you're the AD or president of the university so no i don't think that'll make a difference in joe pa yeah decision. when
0: you're joe paterno and you've got 41 years then
2: he run up to a referee and basically like choke him or swear him out so no
0: so joe you think who's the tougher coach joe pa or, or lloyd carr i think joe pa no it, question it, about it, it he came back from a broken leg last season
2: it, it's tough to say i mean are you talking durability or are you talking about discipline
0: Discipline wise, which which is the which of these is the is the tougher? Obviously, I'd say Joe Potts. I mean, clear, because you're punishing the- you're punishing the whole team for the for the actions of a small group of players.
2: I have to say, if you were the guilty one, I'd have to say though that uh eight, sixty straight days running up the big house step, man, that's pretty. That's pretty. Uh, on, t- on
0: top of the other workouts they have scheduled, right, right. I mean, at least at this university, I mean, you've got weightlifting, you've got. Drills. You've got you know player player led. Uh, if you're a receiver, quarterback, running back, player led seven on seven drills, things like that. On top of all that, you're up at five, probably at least five thirty every day, to be at the stadium by six, running the steps of the, of the big house. So hopefully, hopefully we don't have any similar problems to that, and Coach Antonio having players run the steps of Spartan Stadium.
2: It'll be interesting when the first Spartan does get in trouble, though the discipline that the Antonio or from, from t- Coach Antonio
0: yeah absolutely because D'Antonio is is known for his you know straight faced you know takes nothing discipline disciplinarian and he'll, style and you have to keep that image up. hey, we're going to take a quick break when we get back, we will rebound. I promise I will not lose my voice again. the number five one seven four three two thirty eight ninety three the email address wdbm sports at gmail dot com Thanks for listening. We'll be right back with more Spartan sports rap after this.
1: You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. For some high school students, school can be a dangerous place. A lot of gang members look at you as a gang member, too. For some, just being in school can be a struggle.
2: I wouldn't go to school.
1: I didn't care about what my mom said. My mom would tell me, like, what are you doing for yourself? You're not doing nothing. But
2: despite all the obstacles, inside every high school student is a graduate. People look down on you if you don't have a diploma. I want to graduate because they say I won't. Go to boostup.org and find out how you can help a friend, a son, a daughter finish high school. Boostup.org Brought to you by the U.S.
1: Army and the Ad Council.
2: For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, Primetime where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Tuesday nights from 8 until midnight, The Impact's progressive torch and twang brings you the best in alternative country
0: and grassroots music.
1: Only on
0: Impact Primetime. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432 3893 And now, back to Exposure. Welcome back to Exposure. More importantly, you're tuned in to the Spartan Sports Wrap We're on every Monday night, 7 to 8 p.m. And I promise you that we will have consecutive speaking throughout the hour.
2: We worked it out.
0: We made it happen. Sheed. Call you Sheed with the headband. Sheed. The Latin, the Latin assassin. He ain't going nowhere. She ain't going
2: nowhere. It.
0: Our next topic, John. The NHL and the NBA all in one. Would you ever think that on my show? We would talk about the NHL. And the NBA all at once. Love it. Okay. TV ratings have a lot to do with advertising, have a lot to do with revenue and money making in many industries. Could be sports, could be entertainment. Sports and entertainment, somewhat one and the same.
2: It's wrestling, ain't it?
0: (laughs) Wrestling. Hey, game one of the NBA Finals. A record low for the opening round of an NBA championship series. 9.2 million viewers. Or pardon me, 9.2 million households for a 6.3 rating. This is in the United States only. So 9.2 million with a 6.3 rating. <laughs> the NHL. <laughs> Game one of the NHL finals, John? Yeah. 523,000 in the United States. It's, um, is that about 17 times more for the NBA?
2: I wish we had the button where we could play the crickets for dead air. Because I'm not speechless. I'm sp- I- I'm like you, like a second ago. I'm, okay, I'm, let me I repeat. Let words. me repeat this for our viewers. Yeah, one more time. I don't for think for, I heard for people
0: that, who right. complain that I don't cover enough NHL on this show, let's keep in mind that this is a record low for the NBA in an opening round of the NBA Finals for Game One. Nine point two million. This is the absolute lowest, despicable rating for the NBA. Six point three percent. Nine point two million game 1 of the NHL finals 523,000 do the math that's about 17 18 times more people watching the NBA finals game 1 versus game 1 so it's not like a team's up 3-0 and the series is a wash you know it, this series is just beginning it should be at peak interest uh, you know, until you go to like 3-3 and you have a game a dis, decisive game 7 but at the onset of a series, it's a clean slate for both teams, so it's not like you have, uh, you know, favoritism in one way or the other because one team is clearly ahead. Five hundred twenty-three thousand, and people wonder and complain why we don't cover hockey so much. We will cover. I'll put it this way: we will cover more Michigan State hockey than we will the NHL in the show.
2: Oh, oh, that hurts.
0: National champions National versus Rams. the NHL becoming a very a fringe sport almost. NHL is headed to where boxing is now.
2: No, nah, box, boxing will never die. Boxing.
0: Uh, so you're saying hockey will die.
2: It's going that way. I don't, see, <laughs> I don't see, you know what, I think there's too much support in the original six cities for it to die. But I do think it overexpanded. I do think it's went too far. And I really, I was going to say before you asked me that question, I really think the strike... Heard it more than ever, especially us being from the Metro Detroit area. We know how how passionate Red Wings fans are. I mean, until the Pistons, you know, got good again in late in the early 2000s, the Red Wings were the team and the only team winning and producing and actually worth seeing. Um, but it seemed like when they went on strike, tickets before before they went on strike, I couldn't get tickets to a Red Wings game. Not at the box office, at least. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with the strike. People are fed up with it. Same as in baseball. Had there not been a home run chase in baseball, you know, baseball would still kind of, well, would have a, would probably not be as would I think, have some I think, I think
0: more or less, baseball and the NBA are headed somewhat in that similar direction. That the that the audience is diminishing because people are um, becoming more. What can you say? Having, finding their niche of what they like to watch,
2: and they're being more diverse in their in
0: their watching habits too. And, I and, would pe- say. and p- sometimes there's some shows on television. Okay, I did not watch The Sopranos. I didn't either. Okay, I'm not going to sit here and talk about what happened on The Sopranos. What whatever the ending was. Okay? I heard it was it. I'm a broke college student. I don't have money to buy HBO. I thought it, oh, it was on HBO. Yeah.
2: Oh, well, you get it on A and E some someday.
0: Yeah. Hopefully, I get that in my limited cable package. <laughs> Yeah. But as a broke college student, and, and I've, I've got things to do. I don't have time to to regularly watch a – what is this, a soap opera? But I don't have time to regularly watch the one a program. I watched it was
2: interesting. But uh, at the same time, I would rather watch the NBA Finals. man. It's just oh,
0: absolutely. And, and that's what the NBA Finals compete against. But let's look at some more numbers. I don't want to bag the NHL that bad. Okay, Game 3 on the NHL, on NBC, uh, it was a 1.1 rating. That's approximately 1.2 million viewers. But unfortunately, that made it the lowest-rated primetime broadcast in the network's history. This is the NHL Finals. For comparison purposes, Game 6 of the NBA Eastern Conference Finals broadcast opposite Game 3 of the NHL Finals, and this was on TNT, average achieved, pardon me, a 5.3 rating. That's 5.8 million viewers. So Clearly, more than four times the amount of viewers, and this is not—we're not even in the NBA Finals yet. This is the Eastern Conference, the as like people like to say, the Eastern Conference.
2: Whoa, 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 whoa,
0: whoa! The least uh, the, clearly this season, the NBA's Eastern Conference pales in comparison to the West.
2: It's true. I mean, I can I could agree with you in some. As
0: discussed on numerous sports talk shows already today and the past few days, you look. This is simple. This is simple analysis. You look at the, the NBA's Western Conference. What teams do you have that made the playoffs? Oh, the three teams, the teams in Texas. Look at the teams that you made. The, te- the three teams in Texas, plus Utah, plus the Phoenix. Lakers, plus Phoenix. I
2: wouldn't consider the Lakers a great okay, team. Okay,
0: ca- Cavaliers. Where do they rank amongst those? The Cavaliers would have been, would've would've been at been the eight. bottom end they of that list eight. in the West. And they're in the NBA Finals. So that shows you how strong the West is this season. Don't get me wrong. I know the Eastern Conference Won the NBA finals last year. You want to join us? The number is five one seven four three two thirty-eight ninety-three. The email address WDBM Sports at Gmail dot com. Alongside John, the Latin assassin Vargas. My name is Dan Dugger. We're here every Monday night, seven to eight PM, just discussing the dismal ratings that were the NHL finals.
2: But you know, Dan, we were talking earlier about when we, when we before we came, we talked about how we watched the Red Wings growing up, and like I said earlier, our market is a big hockey market, being an original six town. Um, as far as I think, there's a besides the strike, I think also the the marketing of the NHL. They don't oh, market. terrible! Th- that don't, I do not even
0: know when the NHL finals were on what channel.
2: Well, we used to know players. I mean, you know, you would know people like Madonna.
0: I think part of Probert the part, somewhat, somewhat, of the the problem with the NHL that may hurt it. Uh, nothing against importing players in any league, well, they do but the amount the NBA, of for, the amount of foreign players in, on the on the Red Wings roster is incredible.
2: Well, they do that in the NBA too. But That's you still can you still can
0: identify with the team in your hometown and still cheer for them. Don't get me wrong; they're probably you know they I would watch the NHL finals if if, if Detroit had been in it. You know, there's the, I the hometown connection.
2: I, I was probably one of the certain stipulations, that watched it. That because when the when the game, especially when a series starts or a seventh game, because goals are so infrequent, that um, hockey is is pretty exciting to watch. I can see where that can be exciting to watch, especially like overtime. And um, but I really think the strike hurt him. And let, here's another thing: I've heard some people say this, and I kind of agree with it. You go to California, you go to Texas, you go to those warm places, Florida. You know, in the wintertime, we could play hockey out in the river or out on the pond. Oh, don't give me that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Get out whoa, of here. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me hear me out, though. Hurry up. You can't you can't play it out. I'm saying people can play one on one, five on five on basketball anytime inside, outside. Hockey's more of a regional. I'd say a regional and a seasonal sport. And especially in those hot, hot places. You know they can't identify with it because hey, they've never played hockey. They might have played street hockey though.
0: So you're telling me some of the top talent in basketball is going to come from the southern states? We'll say Tennessee and stuff because of the seasons? No, 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 no. Because they can play basketball no, no. year round?
2: No, no, you're you mis- misinterpreting me. Basketball, you could, yeah, okay, you could play it season around. You can play it any time, indoors indoor, and outdoors, out. and it's basically the same game. But as far as hockey you really especially in the hot areas it's really a hard sport to play and you got to get multiple people you got to have a goalie net I mean it's an, it's even an expensive sport to play in a sense
0: Oh absolutely
2: and the equipment I mean when you play hoops all you need is a rock when you play hockey I mean if you really want to play you got to have skates a stick which is sixty, you know? Commits. Yeah, you have
0: to be financially sound to play to play afford hockey right. to play and if hockey. If you want to have up. a
2: goalie and not the old school NHL goalies, a real goalie with some pads so he doesn't get that front tooth knocked out, he's going to need some pads.
0: Okay. Regardless, you're reaching like Larry Hughes' defense. Okay. No, no, I'm not reaching. Well, okay. Anyways, I'm but, ma- I've made a little list, John. Right, Calm one. down. Five five television shows all on the Discovery Channel oh, that man, I would watch. Before tuning into this year's NHL Finals, five television shows. These are all on the Discovery Channel. Okay, <laughs> this is non-sports related. This is as far away from sports. It's, it's education. The, the next though. next in line is the History Channel. It's okay, good for the kids, good sci-fi. The kids. Okay, here it is. Five shows on the Discovery Channel that I would watch before tuning into to, before I would have tuned into this year's NHL Finals. Number five, Survivor Man. Number four, I don't know it. it Takes a Thief. Number three, cash cab, tremendous. I've seen that. Number two, Dirty Jobs with Mike Lowe. Seen
2: that.
0: And number one, the best television show on the tube that you could watch. Deadliest catch on the Discovery Channel. Pretty freaky. I would watch all five of those before tuning into this year's NHL finals. And I'm a sportscaster. there's something wrong with the NHL. Well, there's
2: something If you know how to fix
0: it, fix it, call us. Five one seven. Four, yeah. three, two,
2: thirty-eight, ninety-three. Help us in the NHL out.
0: But I would definitely watch an episode. I would watch a rerun episode of Deadliest Catch before I would watch the NHL finals.
2: But is that doesn't make sense to you with what I said earlier. Some
0: king crab on the Cornelia Marie. Oh, I'm all man. about it.
2: Wow, that's that's, uh, that's interesting.
0: Not to mention, there are some other great shows on television that I'd watch But before. seriously,
2: Dan, that doesn't make any sense to you? That doesn't register with you like what I said? Kids, I, uh, I,
0: okay, timeouts. Calm down, John. I understand. If, if we can, you can even make this, you know, a racial, a, a demographic thing, no. that you know, kids in inner city areas that are not as wealthy as, as people in the suburbs, and obviously people are going to bring race into this issue, cannot afford to play hockey, and people say that's why you don't see blacks, Hispanics playing hockey because the rich white kids can afford it. Hey, we we'll t- we can touch on those topics here. Five one seven four three two thirty eight ninety three. All right. That's- I'm not saying all black people <laughs> can't play hockey. But you just look at the at the demographics of hockey, people who can afford. I've had re, I have relatives that have played hockey for years, growing up playing you know the peewee, the midget, all of it. I've had I've had a cousin who said, whose whose father has estimated he spent twenty to twenty five thousand dollars a year on well, hockey traveling. Uh, and stuff, obviously, right? you know when you're when you're well off and you can afford those those nice hobbies and, and athletics, you can do that. And and that's, you know, you got to get new sticks, skate sharpen, ice time. It's a tremendous bill associated with playing hockey. I understand where you're coming from. Well, I'm but, just, but I could care less how much it costs. I'm still not going to watch NHL I get you,
2: But when I was younger, I didn't even start. I live in the metro area, and I didn't even play hockey until I was 14. Because it's hard. You can't even get a game. You can't pick up get a pickup game. You know what I mean?
0: You could You could play some street hockey.
2: No, I'm saying it's hard to get that many people together.
0: Because the get, interest is diminishing, just like boxing. The interest... Okay, that last I, fight... No, I wouldn't say that. De La Hoya, Mayweather, all no, that hype.
2: Last week, Miguel Colton, Chad Judah.
0: I watched that, the Mayweather fight. We talked about it on this show about, what, a month ago or so. I don't remember talking about you know, it. Because you're, you're never here, uh, you know. Oh, I was you're, gone. you're hit and miss, you pinch hitter. Anyways... Hockey is heading down the same. Hockey's going to be in a category with boxing, the Kentucky Derby. It's unfortunate because there are hockey fans, but but there's a very fine niche of hockey fans. It's unfortunate. Michigan State just won a national title, but if you ask the majority of people on campus what are the three major programs here, they will say basketball. This is what I would say: basketball, football, and three and four are battling it out. Women's basketball and ice hockey. I'll give three to ice hockey now because they just won the national title. But it's just the way the market works. Right. Why is Mount Arena smaller? Because fewer people will go to a hockey games than will go seventy-eight, eighty thousand to Spartan football on Saturday afternoons in the fall.
2: Plus, it's cold. <laughs>
0: yeah, but nonetheless.
2: No, I, that was just so I just. Nonetheless, yeah.
0: hockey's headed down a dark. Long weary road.
2: I I argue with you about boxing not going to die, but that's just you know that's just yeah. Weird.
0: Boxing head Earl Robinson, host of AM Sports Talk eight seventy, was on the show. He's a big boxing fan. He, oh, he, I know Earl big
2: Robinson boxing official. Is. I wasn't he, here. He
0: though. was on the show. Talk boxing. He's he, he himself said this sport will not die. It won't die. And I, I mean, I people get the kick out of watching people fight at parties.
2: Well, look at the, in how the, how the ring. Mixed whatever. Mixed martial arts is really stepped up.
0: Ultimate fighting. I'll tell you what though. If if people in ultimate fighting. You know, that may be gaining popularity, but if those guys in that in that octagon could make it to boxing, they would. There's much, much more money involved in the sport of boxing. Do you know how much Mayweather and De La Jolla made oh, millions. in millions for that fight?
2: Millions. I don't know. For right bouncing around the ring.
0: No one really got got knocked. You know, they had some good licks on did, each other. Did
2: you see the Miguel cotto zab Junior fight last I don't week have
0: again? time to watch more than one boxing uh, match in a year.
2: Week, last week. Oh, ho, ho. Cause, oh, Vargas, you, so I, you're I'm going to, to the, I'm gonna have to harness you're you You're talking to the Latin Assassin. So that, that's part of my blood, part of my lifeline, boxing. So, no boxing won't die. I don't think it'll die.
0: Hey, I'm going to douse the flames over here on Vargas. We'll take a break. The number's is 517-432-3893. When we return, we'll wrap up this NHL and NBA talk and get on to the NBA Finals, talk a little Major League Baseball and a little bit about American culture. Hey, why not? You're listening to the Spartan Sports Rep on Impact 89 FM. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The
1: Impact.
3: Attention shoppers, if anyone is missing a rather plump set of love handles, please come to the customer service counter and claim them. The ample love handles were lost in the produce department where their former owner had purchased fruits and veggies to munch on during the big game. Thank you and have a good day.
2: Small step number 81, snack on fruits and veggies. It's just one of the many small steps you can take to get healthy.
0: Learn more at www.smallstep.gov.
1: A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
2: For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, Primetime, where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week. Saturday nights from 8 p.m. until 2 a.m. Tune into the Cultural Vibe to hear the best in both local and national hip-hop, plus live mixing on the ones and twos.
1: Only on
0: Impact prime time. Only on- You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432 3893. And now, back to Exposure. Welcome back to Exposure right here on Impact 89 FM. I'm your host, Dan Duggar, in the hot seat every Monday night. You'd like to join us? The email is WDBM Sports. At gmail.com, the number, five one seven We're just talking about how despicable the NHL is and how the NBA, even at some of its lowest points, is still the better league. Would you like to argue the number, five one seven four three two thirty eight ninety three 3893 alongside John the Latin Assassin Vargas, I'm Dan Duggar. And speaking of that email address, we have an email from Brittany in Jacksonville, Florida. Jacksonville, Florida, tremendous coverage. I've never been there. Tremendous coverage. Many can relate to basketball, and it is a cheap game to play. Hockey is more expensive, not just location and seasons. It's true. Clearly something we discussed. Many can re- relate to basketball, yes. It's popularly played sport. You know, even on campus, I see numerous races playing it, from, from Asians to blacks to Latinos to whites. It's,
2: it's become a worldwide game. It's become the new millennium's ba- baseball, I'd say. You see.
0: know, as much as the NFL tries to, to uh, globalize the game, the NBA is, is doing a good job. And not, not just the NBA, uh, stars within the NBA, Yao Ming, is doing tremendous. That's why he's on the, in the All-Star Game by leaps and bounds I mean, every year. It's it's, it's,
2: everybody in China votes for him.
0: But we have a caller. Welcome into the Spartan Sports Rep.
3: Hi. I had a couple of things to say about hockey. Um, I went to Lake Superior State University where we don't have football. We have hockey. And just hockey. And uh, really, if you go to any other part of this state... You won't find, I guess, what you're saying, but it's declining. It's it's not. If you go to any other part of the state, it's not big in the Lansing area. But you go to Grand Rapids, Saginaw, Detroit, uh, up north, it's all hockey. All the kids play hockey.
0: Not to mention Lake Superior State. You guys had you guys have a good hockey team. Superior. Jakaitis the was a tremendous goaltender for you guys. You guys yeah. had a good hockey team to watch.
3: Right. Yeah, we certainly did this past year. When I was there, we weren't so great, but uh I graduated in '03, so we weren't so great the years I was there, but uh definitely not so much with the decline in my opinion and definitely with the a lot of the southern states picking up these add-on teams. I don't think that uh it's going anywhere anytime soon, but I have to agree with the decline in boxing.
0: So what what do you think the the uh the the remedy for the NHL is these declining ratings, the de- declined interest in the sport as a whole. What do you think the NHL can do? If you say that you know the, the roots, you know these minor league hockey teams, the college teams, they're still the interest. What's the remedy for the NHL?
3: I think the honest remedy for the NHL, um, when we went through the strike and when they decided to put these caps on, we had the decline in ratings. I think it's going to take a long time to win a lot of people back who were upset about the strike, and I think it's going to take um, a long time to get a lot of these teams built back up because of those caps.
0: Hey, we thank you for your call, and thanks for listening on the Spartan Sports Wrap. And good luck to Lake Superior State. Is that your alma mater, right? Yes. Congratulations. Jakaitis is a great goalie. All right. Congratulations. Thank you for your call. Mm -hmm. If you'd like to join us as well, the number is 517-432-3893. Seems that we've gotten on a touchy subject here with the with the, uh, with the the NHL. And obviously there is that, that interest. You're moaning over there like you have to say something. No. Calm down. All right, I, I thought I doused it. you with water the last no, commercial man, break.
2: You drunk it so you could clear your throat, man. Come on.
0: Absolutely. I was struggling at the beginning of the show. Went dead air mid-sentence because my throat was so parched. It's a pollen. It must be a high pollen count today or something. Pollen. Wow. <laughs> the number, Blame 517-432-3893. The email address wdbm sports at gmail dot com. The topic we're going to stay on it for a minute and see if anyone else would like to chime in is I, the decline. I believe the decline of hockey. Obviously, there may be a general interest amongst youngsters and the youth of America, but on the whole, the NHL is declining.
2: Uh, like she said,
0: she said that boxing. She agrees about boxing in decline. But what? What? Wh- wh- which well, sport? Which sport do you see? You know, you want to rank, you know, the popularity of sports. Clear the N F, the NASCAR on top of everything. If you consider NASCAR a sport, but
2: all you do is turn left all the time.
0: Hey, after having the Michigan State Formula Racing Team on this program, I can sympathize with them. But back to the back to the topic at hand, the NHL dismal. Let me get back to the numbers. People interested in turning on the tube and watching Game One of the NBA Finals, nine point two million. Game 1 of the NHL finals 523,000 pe- households watching, pardon me. Game 2, 446,000. So let's see. Combine those and you're not even at a million yet. The NBA for game 1, 9.2 million. Tell me tell me the NHL is not declining.
2: Oh, the NHL is declining. Now will it die? I don't I don't I don't think, think so. it will die. I, I don't think, think so. I
0: think the the people in Canada the, can, the people in Canada will keep it alive. This is not including the Canadian ratings. Canadian ratings for the the NHL Finals clearly much better well, than, they they had, hope, than the than Ameri- the than in the United States.
2: And they hope that there was a Canadian team in the oh, absolutely. Items, which there hasn't been in a couple of years, I believe.
0: Oh absolutely. That that's crucial to, to getting that Canadian audience. And obviously it paid off.
2: But as our caller uh, referenced earlier, uh about the changes. I think the NHL will do better by subtraction. I'm talking certain teams, certain markets. NHL...
0: There you go. You're losing your voice. It must be the dry air down here. must
2: be the pollen.
0: Absolutely. Combination of both.
2: (laughs) Uh, But I'm thinking more... I'm thinking like teams like Nashville, Arizona. Um, Some of the... Even in California, that's a difficult market with a lot of stiff competition as far as the Lakers, the Raiders, things of that sort. And so... And the Dodgers... Albeit so.
0: Hey, you want to join us? The email address wdbm sports at gmail.com. The phone is wide open five one seven four three two three eight nine three.
2: But they will. They'll do. They'll keep it around, and hopefully. Oh,
0: absolutely. The, the NHL won't die. I'm not saying it's going to die. I just think it's just becoming such a fringe sport. It's on a channel called Versus. What is Versus? Is that uh, what it's called?
2: Yeah, we don't Versus. get it here. I knew I, I knew.
0: Just, I knew Versus as as the. You shortened word in between the two teams that are playing each other, right? Cleveland versus San Antonio. You kidding me? What is this channel? ESPN wouldn't even pick them up. Tough break for the what, NHL. What do they got on Wednesday no, was now? that was that the NHL's decision or ESPN's decision? I cannot remember.
2: I have no idea. I think ESPN didn't want to pick them up, but I'm not. I'm not exactly sure on
0: it. If it was ESPN's decision, great job. ESPN because ESPN be kicking themselves for the half a million people that watched when you know, twenty times more people were watching. You know. Build a Better Burger or something on the Food Channel. Uh, no, I'm not going to say 20 times, but realistically, the ratings for the for the television show Build a Better Burger. Oh, man, come on. There are more people watching Build a Better Burger than the NHL Finals.
2: Hey, that's just the way, that's the, way how, the numbers work. How about out? that?
0: Can, can we get to the NBA Finals finally? Are you off your soapbox I, I about really like how, how, how discouraged you are because you weren't given the opportunity to play ice hockey growing up?
2: I still have never played ice hockey. I played roller hockey, though.
0: Take it easy. Anyways, to the NBA the finals.
2: Defenseman you've ever the seen. the
0: finals that matter, that people are paying attention Obviously, to. Somebody cares even about hockey. even though that the Cavaliers are down two 0
2: Obviously the rest of the state cares about hockey.
0: As I hey, watch game three of the NBA Finals. We'll talk about it next week. Cavs down two o game the first game played in, in the queue in Cleveland. We'll see the ratings in that series versus game three in the NHL finals. Oh, well, I, I, I guarantee there'll be more people watching. Regardless that the Cavaliers are about to get swept a by a more talented, more balanced team in San Antonio. do on a limb. Anyways, I'm gonna put a harness on you, all Vargas. Right. All this hockey you speaks, got, got you all fired up.
2: Did you watch the Belmont Stakes?
0: The Belmont Stakes? No, I don't have time to watch horse racing. You just are said
2: you... you were gonna put a harness on me.
0: The <laughs> Belmont Stakes. Horse Amer- racing.
2: Classic Americana.
0: Get out of here. It's like hot dogs. NBA Finals, which the ca- we had earlier. The catastrophic Cavaliers. LeBron pulled with two fouls equals Cleveland losing. You saw that with about 9 minutes ago. I go, saw that. LeBron sent to the bench. I mean, I'm I'm concurring with many sports analysts throughout the nation. This is not my tremendous analysis. I will not lie. That'd be plagiarism. Many people are pointing this out. It's it's not brain science. But, but LeBron James was pulled by Mike Brown with about 9 minutes to go in the first was it the first half? I thought it was first with, quarter. I might have been with two fouls, two early ones. It was ones. real quick. LeBron's not like I blinked and it was LeBron's it was not like a big hack game. hacker down low. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't really take a lot of chances and try to get a lot of steals and get some cheap fouls. LeBron's not a guy that's gonna necessarily fall out. And, and, and may I just might look up his statistics and see how many times he's fouled out. But you're down well, one game to zero. You're getting polished down in San Antonio. Your decision to pull LeBron James leads to a 25-point halftime lead for San Antonio. Not to mention, I'm sure this stat Tartan has been, game one I'm, or game I'm not, two? I'm not, this is game two. Not to mention that, you've probably, people have probably heard this stat, that at halftime, Tim Duncan plus Tony Parker plus Manu Ginobili equals 43 points. The Cavaliers' entire team had 33 at halftime. So the Spurs up 10 at halftime, with just Parker, Duncan, and Ginobili's scoring being counted. Unfortunate for the Cavaliers. Meanwhile, the Spurs are up 25 at half. Yes, LeBron and company made a valiant effort there in the fourth quarter to try to make things close, but they still lost by double digits. The team effort on behalf of the Spurs is what astonishes me most. Looking at the stat line, you see three of the five starters for San Antonio had a combined nine points. That's Bowen, Finley, and Alberto. Combined, nine points. So obviously, balance is what comes to my mind when you look at that San Antonio roster and you look at the outcome of Game 2. Balance. You've got three players going for 20-plus. Um, that's, that's very difficult to beat. When you, when you only have LeBron James to depend on to score. Hey, but before I move any further, yeah, I, I, I was, hat- was hating on Daniel Gibson last week.
2: You, you were hating more on me. Daniel Gibson for making, Hey, for making the I'm same. I'm gonna hate
0: more on you today if you keep talking about your you know how underprivileged you are because you didn't play hockey growing up.
2: Hey, it's a great sport.
0: Daniel Gibson, I I said he wouldn't repeat what he did in in the Eastern Conference Finals, in the NBA Finals, and he has just shoved it in my face. D Gibb, my bad. He needs to start. He's really. averaging 15 and a half points. Absolutely, there's my advice to Mike Brown. Start Daniel Gibson. He's quicker. He's he he may not be strong. But he can at least try to stay with Tony Parker. Right. Meanwhile, Tony Parker's just becoming a star.
2: Right. He's just getting in the lane, and he's making... Tony play. Parker making
0: is is going is possibly going to be the MVP of this Finals, clearly. So far, he is. Here's here's Tony Parker. I, I'd say he, he should be the MVP at, when it's all said and done. 2003 and the 2005 NBA Finals combined, here's what he averaged a game. 14 points a game in '03 and '05 combined. In 2007... 28 and a half points a game. Two times more than two times more points in the NBA finals in 2007 than 2 years prior and 4 years prior. Yeah. So big ups to Tony Parker.
2: But you know what really And he's
0: about to marry Ava Longoria. You know, it's good to Amazing. be Tony it's good to be Tony Parker right now. And you're on the brink of what? Your fourth ring in 9 years.
2: If you go on YouTube, he's got a French rap
0: he does. He does have a French rat video, but see, we can't tell people. Remember, we can't tell people what to do. Oh. We just we tell them where information is. We're a non-profit station. Telling. See, people need to. Sometimes people aren't familiar with us. You got to let them in on a little info. Okay. We're nonprofit. That's why we don't have commercials. Yeah. That's why we have PSAs, oh. and we we can't tell people where to go or, you know, advertise certain things. But we do give some that was some good sports analysis hint, right here. Hey, you want to join us? Five one seven four three two thirty eight ninety three. Don't forget, coming up in about about ten minutes, we'll be the Jazz Spectrum with Jeff Shoop, spinning some records, playing some MP threes, great jazz music coming up tonight on the Impact. But we do have eight to nine more minutes left of my show. So, how's the series going to end, John? I wow. think, in my heart, the Cavs are going to get one in the queue, uh, and it'll it. will have
2: to be tomorrow. I mean, yeah, it'll have to be tomorrow. Um,
0: I think the Cavs get one in the queue, but the Spurs win the series four to one.
2: I said six before, um, but you know San Antonio's really um, took it to the you know they they play great team ball and they play great defense, which uh, we all knew that beforehand. But what they had, what the Pistons didn't have, were three players: Ginobili, Parker, and Duncan, who can create their own offense, and that's really seemed to give uh, Cleveland trouble. And not only that. Um, Game 5 when LeBron went off against Detroit. Now you're seeing the commercials already where he's dunking on Tayshaun Prince and Max Seal, uh for the Nike commercials. After game 5, LeBron James has not been the same. And that was an incredible game and I'm not going to lie, but he hasn't he hasn't recovered.
0: This is not this performance by the Cavaliers will not blemish what LeBron James has done in the NBA playoffs this season. No. It will not blemish what he has done. I'll tell you that if the Cavs get swept LeBron is, I I can't say he's the best player in the NBA right now. I just can't do it. Kobe Bryant is the best player in the NBA. But LeBron James has proved that he can put a bunch of average role players on his back and make it to the NBA Finals. LeBron James is 22 years old. Are you kidding me? This guy has 10 plus years left in the NBA. This is not, I don't care if the Cavs get swept. It does not blemish what LeBron has done. He had 25 in game two. Daniel Gibson needs a start. He came off the bench with 16. But he wasn't the same, Dan. He's not the same. He doesn't have the same attitude. But he
2: also has Bruce Bowen on him.
0: Bruce, overrated, please. I don't yes, he's, he's doing overrated. a decent job, but the coaching philosophy of San Ant- of the San Antonio Spurs is what, it, is what is proving to be one of the top factors in this series. The double teams are throwing at LeBron. What they're forcing him to do, the the way they're defending pick-and-rolls, pushing Zag- Ilgalskis out 20 feet from the basket, the coaching involved here by Popovich is tremendous,
2: and you know I was watching the commercials for the NBA Finals. You know the intro where it showed all the legends. You know I did shed a couple of tears when I seen Isaiah, Isaiah Joe, and Bill and the boys. But anyway, my point is,
0: my point is, you can can you ever get to a point without uh, having to have some aside about Zeke and, and the boys beforehand? And she and all Come that. on, anyway, continue.
2: My point was, did you notice that all the the coaches that have won are. You know, you don't see the average coach really get to the finals and win the finals. You know what I mean? I mean, you're talking Pat Riley's won it how many times? Multiple times. You're talking Phil hey, Jackson. Hey, can you get to your point? My point is coaching. <laughs> just My coaching is uh, vastly.
0: Coaching uh, is overlooked.
2: No, coaching for the Spurs is just tremendous compared to what Cleveland has to work with.
0: Yeah, and people don't count that into play. Many times they look at the, the way the players play on the court. And the coaching has been tremendous. But the same coach,
2: you notice the same coaches win the uh, championships every year. It seems like the same coaches.
0: Have you you made your point?
2: Oh, not. It it took
0: you eight minutes.
2: One last point, though. You're going to like this. Hurry. You know, Popovich and Brown are Larry Brown disciples. I just had to throw that out there. The great LB plays the game the right way. Okay, thank
0: you. That's enough. We have an email. Brittany in Jacksonville responds. She says, hockey is boxing only on skates. So why just watch boxing when you can add ice?
2: It's it's interesting. Um,
0: What do you have to to say to that, Mr. Latino? Boxing's in my roots. I came out of the womb with gloves on. Uh,
2: She does have a point. The only thing that makes, I'd say, well, there's a couple of things, actually. But the main thing that really hurts boxing is that the big fights, and actually even the decent fights, Uh, you can't get on TV. On pay-per-view. You can't get them without paying $50
0: for it. So that's when you have a little group get together and everyone pitches in $5 and you watch the fight yeah, like an, we did for Mayweather and De La Hoya. I mean, it's it a
2: nice concept. And but that was, was
0: severely disappointing when no one got knocked out and it was just some bouncing around the rim, a couple jabs here and there. And boxing I mean, that's, still is a fringe it,
2: Dan, you know, that's a nice concept. You know there's always been people at the at the party or at the get-together that ain't gonna pitch in, man.
0: That's probably you. Anyways.
2: No, I pitch Anyways, in.
0: moving pitch. forward with the last four minutes of this show because Vargas takes... Way too much time to make a point.
2: but I make You tell it,
0: three stories and then you get to it. It's a good story. Time. And that's being expedited by me because I have to guide you along. Anyways, Major, Le- help, Major League Baseball, Maglio Ordonez, named the number one player in baseball by ESPN. Love the hair. Got to. Tigers, one and a half games back of Cleveland in the AL Central. Andrew Miller, out of North Carolina, second win. Of his professional career, now two and zero. Congrats for the Tigers. Will the Tigers win the AL Central? Give me, give me a quick answer. Yes. yes. Sir. And why?
2: That was that was quick enough for you. The offense is great. I think Zamaya will come back, and I think um,
0: I yeah,
2: I think Zamaya is going to come back in August, help stabilize the bullpen. Kenny
0: Rogers. Update on Kenny Rogers. He next week he is he supposed to be back in July, early July, but he wants he thinks he can be back by June to make a start for the Tigers. That'd be great added additive to the Tigers rotation. Not to mention Andrew Miller's pitching tremendous and like you said Zamaya, hopefully can get back some by some. the end of the season. But the Tigers the biggest fear I have is all this great offense going to waste. Putting up 12, 10, 11 runs, you know, coming, you know, coming away with series you know, series ties coming away with three out of four when they're putting up all this run production. You've got the hottest bat in baseball with Mags. You put up all this run production, he but you, you can't come out with wins. Yesterday, he's tired. He's hit, swinging on, and hitting all these balls. He's got to take a break. 162 games in baseball.
2: You gotta love the chef, though.
0: Hey, family affair, though. How about the Major League Baseball draft? A couple Spartans went Kyle Day, John Kibler, nothing to worry about. I don't think. I believe it was the 25th round for Day to the Chicago Cubs. And for Michigan State pitcher John Kibler, it was the Detroit Tigers in the 30th round. And you get to those later rounds, I don't think there's anything financially that's going to sway you from completing college or getting, you know, raising your draft status. So nothing to worry about there. But the family affair, like I said, Detroit Tigers draft Nate Robertson's younger brother, Zumaya's younger brother, and L. Kaline's grandson. How about that? If you know who Al Kaline is, you are a true Tiger fan.
2: I mean, I understand those are names, and that's great and all, but really, where's the story, man? I mean, let's be real. We might not even see these guys.
0: You know what the story is? Do you know who Joel Zamaya is? I know who Joel his little brother is gonna have the hopefully the He's same flame the throwing right hand that Zamaya has. The
2: Tigers hope.
0: Why not take a chance on this high school? This kid, these guys, these guys are in high school. Kids, call them kids. Uh, just and keep Robert, him away from the guitars. Nate, Robertson, Nate Robertson's brother and Zumaya's younger brother, both drafted by the Tigers. You know, trying to keep it a family affair. You know, I guess. I guess. How, how I nice guess it's a good story to have Zumaya and young Zumaya in the uh, in the rotation one day. What a story that would be as a journalist, huh, John?
2: Yeah. I love you want to join
0: us in the last minute here? It's five one seven four three two thirty eight ninety three for those for that person who called tonight. We thank you for your call and emails. Hey, we thank you very much for those as well. The email box is always open, Sports at gmail.com. In this last minute here, we'll wrap things up. John Allen, Michigan State track and field, 11th, finishes 11th in the nation in the triple jump. Uh, Nicole Bush, who joined us in the beginning of the hour um, until I lost my voice and had to go get a drink of water. (laughs) Two-time All-American in the 3,000-meter steeplechase. Way to go, Nicole Bush. Also, men's golfer Matt Harmon is named a third-team All-American. So, way to go. Also, Lloyd Carr down at Michigan made Adrian Arrington run the steps of the Big House every morning at 6 a.m. for 60 straight days. Talk about discipline. Can't go wrong there. You know, got to give Ann Arbor some props there. That's discipline. Also, the Cavaliers down 0-2 in the NBA Finals. Game 3 tomorrow. Look for the Cavs to win what that one. What time
2: is that? 9 o'clock?
0: I believe so. I don't
2: want to catch the the pregame. Just the game's nine, right?
0: But you are listening to WDBM East Lansing. It is the top of the hour. I'd like to say thank you for tuning in. Tune in, please, every Monday, 7 to 8 p.m. I promise I will not lose my voice again next week. But this is it for John Vargas, JS Behind the Glass. The Jazz Spectrum is up next. Be sure to tune in, kick back, relax, and listen to some great jazz music. I'm Dan Duggar, and I am out. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Spartan Sports Wrap on Impact Exposure. Tune
1: in every week for more of the greatest sports
0: information, news, and analysis. Here and only here on Impact 89FM.